Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. Oh, give the Lord a wave. Praise the Lord. If you are here ready for the communion, the sweet communion of the Lord, just wave unto the Lord. You are ready to eat his body, drink his blood. Yes, hallelujah.
the Lord away. We won't forget what he did on Calvary. We'll partake in the sweet communion. showers of rain it's a blessing amen well are you excited to be here this beautiful beautiful sunday morning oh make some noise make some noise <laughs> hallelujah like bishop oku said we are preparing and just warming up towards next week sunday hallelujah when we celebrate our founder, our bishop, our pastor, our prophet, we're going to celebrate him. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. It's too nice. So make sure you get your t-shirt so you're not left out. Just go to the front office. I'm sure there'll be some outside, but the way it's raining, I don't know. Uh, so get to the front office and get your t-shirt either 25 cities i think it's well let me not say it but it's very low 25 cities for the polo shirt or 15 cities for the round neck um get it and let's all come in our t-shirts amen and um like we said in connection with that you know every year we uh, commemorate the founders day by having outreach programs Bishop says that the best birthday present you can give to him is to win a soul for him. Hallelujah. Amen. So, on Saturday, everywhere, we're going to have outreaches, zones, month of birth, all the groups everywhere. Let's have some soul winning activity. Amen. And next Sunday, operation, sit by your soul. When you are coming to church, your birthday present is a soul that you are bringing. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. So, that is what it's going to be. 
you can even buy one t-shirt for the soul as well so they all come in the t-shirt it's going to be very nice amen now let's take our memory verse for today today's memory verse very 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 easy in the coco i'm sure you're going to get it amen okay let's take it together ready go philippians chapter 4 verse 13 i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me philippians chapter 4 verse 13 amen i was explaining to the first service people that a lot of people say i can do all things through christ who strengthens me because we always see christ as a person but christ actually is the anointing so we're talking about the anointing which strengtheneth me so not the person that's why we don't use who but which so let's take it again ready go philippians chapter 4 verse 13 i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me philippians chapter 4 verse 13 i think this one we can take it off we we, we don't need a, a third try let's take it together ready go philippians chapter 4 verse 13 i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me philippians chapter 4 verse 13 let us pray father we thank you so much this morning we are so grateful what a blessing to be in your presence one more time we ask oh god that you will speak to us this morning may we not live here the same may we live here blessed like the songwriter says we'll be blessed because we came we believe oh god that your blessing is our portion we thank you father in jesus name amen god bless you please be seated hmm. I'm going to be competing with the rain. <laughs> so you have to boom, boom the preaching. Okay. Can you hear me at the back? Okay. Then it's working. Can you hear me at the sides? Okay. Because that's where you have the most noise. So if you are okay, then we are fine. Amen. Well, this morning, I want to um, continue what I was sharing with you. Last week, I was talking to you about seven relationships you must develop with your pastor or your prophet. And um, we talked about many things you have to do, the fact that you have to know him, the fact that you have to see him in the right way. And then also... Uh, we ended by saying there were so many things I don't want to go over all that because of time um, we ended by saying that you also need to minister to him or honor him amen are you there can you hear me I tell you it's not a simple thing right so this morning I'm going to attempt to work on the path of honoring your pastor or your prophet amen and i'm preaching from this book by bishop the anointed and his anointing how many of you know this book how many of you have a copy you don't mercy make sure you get a copy after service but i'm preaching from chapter 13 it says the honor and the anointing the honor and the anointing you know this morning i was just sharing that a lot of pastors are not honored and um, the statistics is amazing people are giving up the work of the ministry because they are not being appreciated by the church and um, there was a survey that was done by a group known as pastor care network and this is what they came up with they said 80 percent of pastors believe ministry has negatively affected their families 80 percent of pastors 33 percent say 
that being in ministry is an outright hazard to their families. Hey. Hmm. 75% report a significant stress-related crisis at least once in their ministry. These are pastors. 50% feel unable to meet the demands of the job. Yeah. You know, sometimes when nobody is encouraging you, you sort of feel you are not doing anything. And you feel that you can't do it. 70% say they have a lower self-image now than when they started. Yes, lower self-image. Mercy. 40% report a serious conflict with a church member at least once a month. Hey. 70% do not have somebody they consider a close friend. Yeah, you may think that the pastors have friends, but it's not that easy. 50% have considered leaving the ministry in the last three months. 50% of pastors. What a shock. So, it's like the pastors in front here, 50% have considered in the last three months that we are leaving the church. What a shock. Do you want the pastors to leave the church? Hmm. 50% of those who go into full-time ministry drop out in five years. Hey, I tell you, 94% of the clergy families feel the pressures of the pastor's ministry. And they are saying that 1,400 and 1,600 Christian leaders leave the ministry every month. 1,400 and 1,600 leave the ministry every month. So, you find that when pastors are not encouraged, when pastors are not honored, it's, it's a very difficult thing. But I believe that in this church, we are going to encourage our pastors. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said in this church, we are going to encourage our pastor. On this side, can you hear me? Okay. Hmm. easy. Second Kings chapter 4. Let's try and finish. <laughs> it's working. Second Kings chapter 4. This is a passage of scripture we've read over and over and over. But I just want to read again from verse 8. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed on to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in theater to eat bread. It's a blessing. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passed by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick. Wow! And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in theater. And it fell on a day that he came theater and turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto her, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king, or to the captain, or of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she has no child. And her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door and he said, About this season, next year by this time. Hey, according to the time of life, you shall embrace a son. And he said, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, 
do not lie unto your handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha has said unto her, according to the time of life. Amen. Listen, we need to honor the anointed. Amen. We need to honor and honor in time. Because sometimes we want to honor, but we don't honor in time. And by the time you honor, it's too late. Sometimes people want to do something. They say, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. The opportunity doesn't come all the time. It just comes once, twice, whatever. So as soon as the opportunity comes, take hold of the opportunity. Seize the opportunity and do the best that you can before it goes away. Because it will not be there forever. Yeah. One day Paul wrote to the church in Philippians chapter 4 verse 10. He told them that I know that you people would like to do things for me. I know. But you lack opportunity. Yeah. How often does Bishop Doug celebrate his birthday? Once a year. So, I mean, if you are going to wait till whatever, you will never have this opportunity again. So once we have it, let's seize the opportunity. Let's do the best that we can for him. Oh, can I hear your loudest amen? Yeah. Very important. So every man of God deserves to be honored. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. The Bible says it right there. It says that, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of what? Double honor. Hallelujah. It's not something that is written for any other group of people. Even though the Bible talks about honoring fathers, honoring mothers, I hear next week to his Mother's Day. Wow. <laughs> so honoring parents, all that is all part of it. But none of them did God say, honor them with double honor. It's only the pastor. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together for Jesus. Double. Double. So we need to do it, and we need to do it well. And so you see that this woman, she honored the servant of God. Maybe another word we can use is the word treasure. Treasure. You see, because many times people will want to honor, but it doesn't get to the point where the thing is a treasure. Yeah. So you have honored, but it's not to the level of something that you have treasured. So I believe that in this season, we are going to do our best, and we'll do it more. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12, in the Message Bible. Look at it. And now, friends, we ask you to honor those leaders who work so hard for you. Does Bishop Doug work very hard for us? Look at all these books. And six more books have been written. We are going to launch them. Hallelujah. They work hard for you who have been given the responsibility of urging and guiding you along in your obedience. Verse 13, he said, Overwhelm them. Overwhelm them with appreciation and love. In other words, whatever you do for them, they should be falling down when they see it. When Bishop Doug receives our offering and our blessing for his birthday next week, may he begin to fall down and say, Hey! All this is from the Kodesh. It shall happen in the name of Jesus. We shall overwhelm him with our love and with our appreciation. Amen. So, a few things I want you to note here. Then we can move on. Number one, where the anointing is not honored, 
it does not work. Yeah. Bishop Dark has a great anointing upon his life. Great anointing. Miracles, healings, blessings, different things. But if we don't honor him in a certain way, the anointing will not work for us. In Mark chapter 6 and verse 1, Bible says that, And he went out from thence and came to his own country, his own church, his own people. And the disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day came, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Hey! Saying, from whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this? Which is given to him. That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Then the next thing that comes. Is not this the carpenter? The son of Mary. The brother of James and Joseph. And of Judah and Simon. See, already they have started reducing him. One level he was very high. What wisdom is this? He said, ah. Then the next thing is, oh. Now, this guy cried. Is he not the son of a, 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 Obaya Mary? Is he not the carpenter who has been walking around here? We know him at all. We know him in this place. Mary who didn't have a husband. This one, when he was born, we didn't really check his father very well. We don't know his, who his father is. And they were saying also, they started reducing him. Hey! And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. When you start bringing the person down to ground zero, oh, but that's his sister. Uh, but that's oh, but that's the mother. That's the, the that's it. Bible says they began to be offended even by what he was doing. Sir, away from this guy, too known, too known. When we used to go for vacation, there was this man. Every time when somebody does something, he would say, M-I-T-K, M-I-T-K, M-I-T-K. We were wondering what it meant. One day we said, what is this M-I-T-K? He said, most international too known. M-I-T-K. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without an hour, but in his own country and among his own kin." And in his own house, look at the next thing that happened. He could dare do no mighty work. Save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. The whole Bible, there's nowhere that Jesus was laying hands. I mean, it, it was rare. That he is having a service and laying hands on people. Laying hands. It's not something that he did. But when he came to this place, the unbelief was so much that he had to lay hands on the people. I've been a program. Sometimes when I'm preaching, I say, receive. See, there are some people that I receive. But there are some people, that, look at you, say, no. I didn't I'm from San Kaya. Receive what? So the people were looking at Jesus in the same way. And they didn't believe in him. They looked down on the anointing. They brought the anointing down to their level. That was the end. Listen. If we are going to be blessed by the ministry of Bishop Dag, he was males. We are going to be blessed by this ministry, the books that he has written. Then we should praise him where he should be. You can take the book and say, what is this? Oh, oh but this one, we all can write it. Write it. Even test message. Look at the way you struggle to write the test message. Why will you cry? You can't write. You just write you. And some of you, you're... Uh, what, what is that thing called? Shorthand. It's so bad. I don't know where you picked it from. When you send a text message, we can't read the text message. You two, you can't understand. Me too, I can't understand. In the kind, kind of, kina, kind of, kind of, I don't know what you are writing. As the next person, what is he writing? What is he writing? Where the anointing is not honored, it does not work. Many mighty men of God walk around having great gifts to impart. Unfortunately, the anointing on their lives is not imparted to anyone. And the power of God seems not to work the way it should. 
So Jesus was walking around. He was not appreciated. They didn't like what he had. Bible said they were offended at him. You can be offended at the anointed and the thing that they have, and you will never benefit from it. How come the same person, some people saw him, they were astonished. They said, wow, what is this? Where from this wisdom? What mighty works is this? They say, I'm other people. Oh, man, it's uh, one, one of our guys. We used to do uh, gutter to gutter. Our time, they used to play a game called gutter to gutter. Football. We'll be standing. You'll be on one side. The other person will be on the other side. The goal, you have to put the ball in the gutter. When the ball enters the gutter, it means you have scored. And then we'll pick it with our hands. So we'll put it down. Then we'll be playing again. You people, this type of uh, computer game, Samo Bono, and Cheddar Nye game. Listen, there is something that God wants us to be blessed with. And it will come when we honor the anointed and we honor the one that God has given to us. But if we don't take care, Satan will deceive us and make us be offended at the anointed and the blessing that must come to you will not come but i declare that we are going to receive the anointed that must come to us every blessing that you must receive i see you receiving it number two honoring the anointing is an obligation and a legal requirement genesis uh, galatians chapter 6 Verse 6 and 7. Galatians 6, 6. We know it. We use it all the time. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. In all good things. In other words, if we have something good that God has given to us, it may be a car, it may be a house, it may be money, whatever. In all good things things communicate back to the one who is teaching you whatever god has blessed you with you see even though we are saying that pastors can be discouraged and they want to give up and all that god has made provision in the people that he gives to the pastors yeah what we don't know is that you are the one to make the pastor be encouraged to do the work that he's doing a little note of I was blessed by the message. A little this to say thank you, pastor. A little communication of something you have with the pastor encourages the pastor. And he gives himself to the thing. And he does it more. I know why you're not clapping because you, you are one of the people who never encourages anybody. I'll say, we always quote the verse 7, which is that, Verse 7 says that, be not deceived. God is not more. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Ah, you like it every day. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. You are quoting it. But it starts from verse 6. If you haven't done verse 6, don't expect to receive verse 7. If you are clapping, clap. If you don't want to clap to you, you can... Amen. We must not be a church that is decreasing in our level of honor. We must be increasing. Some pastors, you will see that as the years go by, the honor they have for the pastor is going down, 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 down. But no, that shall not be our story. With us, it will be going up and up and up and up and up. That means that if last year, you gave him a seed of $50 or whatever. This year, lift it to another level. Amen. Amen. But you have made the thing constant. Look at this woman. She started with bread. She said, oh, I don't have anything. I have bread. So as the man of God was passing, often when he passes, oh, Charlie, there's some bread here. There's some bread here. There's some bread here. Then sometimes the Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone. Into not the butter, or the affirm, and some egg, he added to the bread. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. One day somebody was eating bread and egg. He was very excited with his bread and egg. And a Christian brother wanted him to feel bad. He said, hey, have you not heard that the Bible says man shall not live by bread alone? Every day, bread. And so it's not alone. There's egg inside. It's bread and egg. It's not bread alone. It's not bread alone. <laughs> it's not bread alone. But I see you increasing in your honor of the servant of God. Oh, personally, over the years, I have seen that my appreciation of Bishop Dagwood Mills has gone higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. When you're at a certain level, you don't see much. But when you come closer, you see that, wow, what is this? This is awesome. You begin to know a lot more things. See, that's what I was telling you, that know the pastor. You don't know a lot of things, so you may not appreciate him in a certain way. But when you begin to know he's into this, he does this, he's doing this, he's doing that, you will begin to appreciate him more. Yeah. We must lift him high. What is the value we are placing on the servant of God? We need to place a high value on him. Otherwise, Whatever God has for us, we will not receive it. Yeah. We must increase in our appreciation. Number three. Your honoring the anointing must be done according to the rank at which you receive. Yeah. Matthew chapter 10 verse 41. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward and he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man reward the way you see the person that is the reward you receive the bible says that the woman said to her husband she said to her husband i perceive that this man who is passing here every day is a holy man of god let's treat him differently we cannot just be giving him bread alone we cannot just be doing... Let's go further. I think that this man, we need to begin to do something further for him. Just not bread. Yeah. The, 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 the release of the anointing is directly proportional to the honor that is given to the anointing. The way the anointing is received, it is the same way it will come. So if you see it as a very big thing, a very big thing will come to you. I see people increasing in your, the way you receive the anointing. Oh, yeah. That's a great blessing that God wants us to have. As soon as the woman saw the man as a holy man of God, something changed. Something changed in the way she was relating with him. And even the things that she started doing, it was different. Hey, how do you see the person? Sometimes you see that even people try to equate two people. Let's say, maybe myself and Bishop Dad. How can you make such a mistake? You see that somebody is equating the founder of the church with somebody who is just one of the pastors. So when he is celebrating his birthday, the founder, what we do for the founder is the same thing we do for an ordinary pastor. No way. We are not going to do that. Ah, why is it that me, when I was celebrating my birthday, they didn't put any banner outside? Because you are not the founder. You are different from the founder. We will not do that for you. Never. We will only do it for the founder because he is the founder. He is different from everybody else. It's his privilege. Hey, why is it that they didn't do it for me? Who are you? As a person, who are you? Yeah. In Second Samuel chapter eighteen, you will see that time is almost up. Time is up. Second Samuel eighteen, verse one. The Bible says that. And David numbered the people that were with him, and he set captains of, of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. He was putting pastors in charge of the people and all that. But he is the king, the main leader, pastor. Verse 2. And David sent forth the people, and a third part under this, and all that he, he divided them. 
Then he said, I will surely go forth with you myself also. See, that's the pastor. He would like to be a part. He wants to see what is happening. He wants to be there. But look at the answer the people gave us today. But the people answered, you shall not go forth. For if we flee away, they will not care, they will not care for us. Neither if half of us die, will they care for us. But now, you are worth 10,000 of us. I know why you are not clapping. Because you don't see him as worth 10,000 of us. Therefore, now it is better that you succor us out of the city. Verse 4. He said, and the king said unto them, what seemed you best I would do? And the king stood by the gate side, and all the people went in thousands and hundreds. But you are worth 10,000 of us. Hey, no matter how you look at it, Bishop Dark is worth 10,000 of us. We cannot equate him with everybody else. Number four, honoring the anointing provokes unspeakable blessings on your behalf. The woman, she constrained the man of God to come into the house and be there. It was a decision she took. Listen, you need to take a quality decision that I am going to honor this vessel. It will not happen. Don't think that it will just happen. And a lot of people think that people honor pastors. They don't. They don't. Philippians 4, 11. Paul said, Philippians chapter 4, not that I speak in respect of one, which is also another thing you need to understand, that the man of God doesn't need what you have. It is for you. It is for you. Not that I speak in respect of one, for I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Verse 12, he said, I know both to be abased and abound. I know how to be hungry. I know how to be full. 13 is what we learned. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. 14, he said, notwithstanding, you have done well that you have communicated with me in my affliction. Because you would think everybody does it. No. 15, he said, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church... No church communicated with me as in giving and receiving. Nobody. You would think everybody would give to the man of God. People don't. He's walking around. Nobody is blessing. He said, only you have done it. You, Philippians church. Oh, we are going to be the Philippians church of today. 16, he said, for even in Thessalonica, you sent to me again. When I had moved and I went to Thessalonica, the people in Thessalonica, they didn't give to me. You from Philippi, you sent to me. May it be that as he's in the first love, we are still standing from the Kodesh to him over there. Oh, at the back, you are not excited about what I'm saying. <laughs> Verse 17 is the thing. He said, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account I see fruit abounding to your account when she changed her level of honoring the man of God she started moving from one level from bread she said now let us make room for him Charlie it was not a simple thing she moved very high because to make room you have to begin constructing in the house it is not normal that there's a place they started constructing, cutting, doing this, doing that, doing, putting things together, rebuilding for the man of God. Those who are contractors in this, they will tell you. It's not that easy. Then later, she decided to put a bed, put a table, put a candle, furnishing the room. It's not a simple thing. Hey, if you are going to honor the man of God, it's a quality decision. Make up your mind that you are going to do it and give your very best to it. Hey, people don't like my message, but I'll preach. As she did that, the anointing in Elisha, the anointing was provoked like that. The man 
God said, no, this thing, it must be something that must receive something. He said, no. What does she want? What do you want? <laughs> I see people's needs being met. After this season, your needs are going to be met. He said, no. Woman said, me, I don't need anything. But it was Ehazi who said, the woman, she doesn't have a child. Don't mind her. She doesn't have a child. But that's her problem. You know, there are some things you can't say. When they ask you, what do you want? You can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> he said, no, she doesn't have a child. Then that was when something was stirred up in the man of God. <laughs> he said, next year by this time. You see, anytime you hear anything time related, know that something is about to happen. Let your amen be stronger and let your amen be greater. Next year, by this time, the story will be different for somebody. God would have lifted you up to another level. Because you honor the man of God, God will also honor you in the name of Jesus. If you believe in shot, yes. Hey. Let me close. A miracle that you have never seen before will begin to happen in your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It is happening. It is happening. Next month by this time. Next year by this time. Next week by this time. Some of you don't even know how you are going to get the offering to bring. But next week by this time, God will make a way for you. You'll be holding your offering. You'll be holding your seed. Honor the man of God in a very substantial way. Don't just give anything. Don't just give anything. Let me just end with that because the time is, time is up. Time is up. But you see, Isaiah said, Isaiah 43, 22, he said, But thou hast not called upon me, O Jacob, but thou hast been weary of me, O Israel. Thou hast brought me the small cattle of thy burnt offering. Appa, neither hast thou honored me with thy sacrifices. I have not caused thee to serve with an offering, nor weary thee with incense. But you have brought me no sweet cane with money, Neither have you filled me with the fat of your sacrifice. But you have made me to serve with your sins. And you have wearied me with your iniquities. Yeah. What is the value of the man of God to you? That you bring whatever. Yeah. He said, you have been brought me. He asked them questions. He said, you have brought me some of your cattle. You have not honored me with your sacrifice. You have not brought me money. You have not given me sweet cane. You have not brought me in the fat of your sack. Only you are bedding me with your problems and your sins. Every day you are coming. Oh, Lord. Mabo, don't let me go empty handed. They never honored God in a certain way, always coming with their problems. You see, the pastor is there. People come with their problem. Today is my leg. Tomorrow is my shoulder. Tomorrow is my kotoge. Every time there is something that is a problem, you have never come that, oh, this is my offering that I'm also bringing to you. And don't just bring anything. Man of God, I have something small for you. One man of God looked at the person and said, thank you, but next time make it big. Make it big. Don't bring something small. Make it big. Something small. Every day, something small. Every day, something small. Bring the fat. Bring the cane. Bring the money. Bring the, bring the powerful things. You should go to these prophets, their homes. Cars that are parked there. People have given them. Even they are our church members who have gone to give to these people. Your own pastor. He that teaches you. He that keeps you. Bible says he is the one you must communicate to. But you are going to give it to some prophet somewhere. And your own prophet in the house. You will not honor your own prophet. Your own prophet you will not give to your prophet. 
you have gone to get somebody who is just taking your money. You may not know what the pastor is doing in your life. And that is why oh, a lot of things are going through my mind right now. When, when David helped uh, uh, that guy, what is his name? Nabal. He helped his the, the servants with the sheep, saved them and all that. They, when they went back to tell him, somebody has helped us. First Samuel, first Samuel, I think verse 10 or so. He sent a message to them. Verse 10, verse 10. Nabal answered, David servant and said, Who is David? Who is this son of Jesse? And there be many servants nowadays who are broken away from their master. They want us to give them something. I won't give him anything. Shall I take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shares and give it unto men whom I know not where they be? That's what he said. Verse 12. What did he say there? So David's young men turned their way and they went again. And they told David, said, eh. But later, the way the thing was going, verse 15, look at verse 15. Bible says that, but the men were very good to us all. We were not hurt. Neither missed we anything as long as we were conversant with them. We were in the fields. So they told Abigail, they said to her, they were a war to us both day and night. All the while we were keeping the sheep. Verse 17. They said, now therefore know and consider what you will do. For evil is determined against our master. Against all his household. For he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. Verse 18. Then Abigail made haste. And she took 200 loaves. She took two bottles of wine. Then five sheep. She dressed them. Five measures. 200 cakes of figs. And she laid them on asses and she took them to the man of God. She understood that if I don't do this, something bad may happen to me. Oh, who is he? Why should we? You don't know what the man of God does. When Joshua and the people were fighting in the valley, in Exodus chapter 17, as they were fighting, Moses was holding the rod. He may not be down there with you in the valley, but the rod was determining a lot of things. And the Bible says, as long as the rod was up, the children of Israel will be winning. When he brings the rod down, then they start losing. You may not know, but the man of God may be in his chamber just holding his rod up. And it's the reason why you are still alive. We cannot just overlook it. And say, who is he? What does he do? We don't even see him here. You don't see him here? You know the thing that is his input, everything that happens here. He, he suggests everything that is happening. The QFC, everything, these banners, everything that you see, the, even the sound. He is the one who suggests that we should make the sound this way. The, even the pots that are here. He said, put the pots here. What a pastor we have. How can we not appreciate such a pastor? How can we not do our best for him? Oh, church, I, I came to stir up somebody. This coming Sunday, do your best. It's going to be your do your best Sunday. Do your best for your pastor. Do your best for the person God has given to you. May the blessing of God come upon you. May God remember you in a special way. May God cause his face to shine upon you. As you celebrate his servant, you shall also be celebrated. May God bless you and favor you. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Let's close. Let's close. We can go on and on and on, but we have to close at a point. We have to close. But listen, give me some envelopes. I want everybody to take an envelope. Everybody take an envelope today. These are special envelopes. Father, thank you for these special envelopes. As your people give to your servant, and as they celebrate him, may they also be celebrated. In the name of Jesus. Take these envelopes. Everybody, take one. Put something in it. And I'm talking about something substantial. Don't give any, just anything. Yeah. 
One day King Solomon had to give something to King Hiram who had helped him. He gave him something, peanuts. He said, what is this? What is this that you have given to me? It's kaboom. It doesn't mean anything. Give. Give. Take whatever you have. Give something substantial. Let's appreciate him in a special way. Everybody, make sure you have an envelope. I'm going to pray over it. I'm going to pray over it. Can I have one of the envelopes? I'm going to pray over it. Oh, just one, one, one. I'm going to pray over it. I'm going to pray over it. That was shame. envelopes lift up your envelope father this is our commitment to appreciate the vessel you are giving to us in this church we are so blessed by his ministry we are so blessed by the anointing upon his life and today we give to appreciate the anointing that is upon him. Lord, it's our prayer that this will go a long way to encourage him to preach more, to reach out to more souls, to write more books, to establish many more churches. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to do our part. We bless you. Lift up your voice and just talk to God. Hallelujah. Pray. Talk to God. Yes. Yes. Talk to God. Ask God to help you. May the Lord speak to you as to what to give. Yes. I believe that God is going to speak to you. Something that is substantial. Move from the bread level. Go to a higher level, a higher level, a higher level. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And as we prepare our hearts to take communion, right now with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe you are here, somebody invited you. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, can the movement cease if you are not doing the communion? Just lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see your hand. Today is a good day to be saved. Lift up your right hand. You want to be born again. I see your hand. Let it go up above your head. At the back, I see it. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands over there. God bless you over there. God bless you. Today is a good day. To be saved. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Please walk out of your seat and come to me right now. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come. Come. Let's pray. Come all the way. Clap for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. My brother, come. God bless you. Oh, keep clapping for them as they come. Oh, yes. Let him have his way. Keep clapping. Many are coming to Jesus. From this side, come to Jesus. Come all the way. Come, my sister. Come. Oh, yes. What a day. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Those of you in front, we're going to pray together. Lift up your two hands. And let's pray. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me.
all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Don't go away. Today is a special day. You're giving your life to Christ. We're going to have sweet communion. And you are part of the family. Amen. Don't take it yet. Just hold it. We're going to pray together. When the communion comes to you, just take it. And we're going to pray together. Hallelujah. Just have your bread and your wine. Hallelujah. Sons of God, here is holy word. Gather round the table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Today I also want to do one more thing. If you're here, you have any blood-related disease, you are sick in any part of your body, I want you to come. You have a blood-related disease, um, high blood pressure, leukemia, uh, diabetes, you have fibroids, even your menstrual cycle, it's, it's a problem. Come. Come to the front. Come to the front. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come, we're going to pray together going to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Just stand behind them so that hallelujah. Thank you. Jesus said in John chapter 6 and verse 53, the Bible says, hallelujah. John 6 53. Put it on the screen. 653-53 And Jesus said to them, I say to you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. I declare today as you partake of this communion, may life enter into you. Wherever you are not well, whatever diagnosis the doctors have given, high blood pressure, diabetes, fibroids, whatever it is, I declare healing is coming to your body in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. This is no longer bread and wine, but it's the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary for you and for me, that blood speaks better things. May the blood speak for you today. May the blood bring you healing. We curse the fibroids. We curse the high blood pressure. We curse the leukemia. We curse HIV. Any kind of blood-related disease, we curse it in the name of Jesus. And anybody who is not well in any part of your body, receive healing as you partake of the communion in the name of Jesus. Lift up the bread, the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Amen. someone here without the communion thank you Jesus lift up the wine sweet communion you shall have sweet communion my resurrection my resurrection hallelujah father thank you for your blood that is flowing through us May the blood of Jesus replace the blood that is in you. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Amen. Oh, yes. Just stay where you are. Father, thank you for your healing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
For it reaches to the heart. Mr. Walker, let's pray for these people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive healing by the power of the blood. By the power of the blood. By the power of the blood. Receive. Receive it. By the power of the blood. Take it. Receive it. By the power of the blood. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Healing. Healing is your portion. Yes. May the blood of Jesus replace that blood in you that is not well. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your touch. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Jesus, be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. 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 Receive healing. By the power of the blood, receive healing. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For your healing, for your deliverance. You are loose. You are delivered. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Loose. 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 Thank you. For your healing. For your deliverance. Receive it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Beautiful. No, don't go yet. Those of you who just gave your life to Christ, see our lady pastor waving her hand. She's going to talk to you, give you a book by the pastor of this church. It's going to be a blessing to you. Okay, please go this way. Please clap for them as they go. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.